Oh, what's going on now? What's going on here? Can you hear me? There's sexy Netsy. Yeah. So I know that boy. You guys are like super quiet. We were waiting. Super quiet. Cassie! Cassie's shouting, what? I'm also in the bathtub. What? I'm trying to find a good recording spot. Taking a bath right now because my back kills. You're literally in the Is bath. Is it just us right three? Now? I'm dead serious. I'm in the bath. Are you using your phone? Yeah. One second. Six seconds. Are you recording? Yeah, we're live right now. Yeah, it's recording, but I can edit it after. I, like, cannot hear you guys. I mean, I can hear you and Corey very well. Yeah, I can can hear you fine. I can hear you, but I have to, like, hold it up to my ear like it's a phone call, not like a speakerphone. I like because it's your phone. No, I'm using my work phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got him there, boy. No, it's my, uh, it's my work phone because I don't want my new phone to F it up. And my Wi-Fi is super slow. Okay. We're, we're live. We're good. Are we livey? Yeah, we're live right now. All right, let me do my voice exercises. I just sent you guys a picture. <laughs> the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. <laughs> she sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> oh, hot dog. Goodness. <laughs> what is the headphones? What is that? It's a towel. It's a washcloth. <laughs> by the Dude, the, the, uh, you need to get yourself some wireless headphones there, Corey. They're going to get all wet. Yeah, get yourself some brain tumors, this boy. Just the cord. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, Nets, before you got on, we were trying to do a live trade, but we'll work on that after. Ooh, details, details. <laughs> All right, so let's just jump Luke right just in. Luke trading his whole team away? Pretty much, dude. I dude, mean, his dude, team ass. His, his team did just get better, so... <laughs> We'll see, right. dude. I don't know if it did. Dude, Corey Davis is... Continue. Continue. All right. Well, let's just start with uh, the order of the trades that took place today. So, the first one up was... Uh, and it was actually crazy how little time was in between each of these trades. But yeah, um, the first one up was obviously between you two. So, why don't you guys talk about that? Luke, were uh, you... Were you um already wanted to trade with Spencer when we made our trade? Yeah, so that's the funny thing. Um, Spencer texted me this afternoon and uh, was basically asking like for a potential trade with Kelsey and uh, asked me if I was interested and I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, Just give me an offer or what do you... And then he sent me an offer and uh, so I checked and frick is that? What's happening? What do you mean? Is that Corey? All I hear is just... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was probably me holding Opening a wrapper? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Eating candy no, no. no, to be honest with you, I'm in the bathtub, and <laughs> I was trying to get the wire out of the water, and I was I had my mouth on like the microphone part, and I didn't realize it. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, you have to send the uh, the pick once the once the pot is out. But anyway, what I was saying was, mm. I checked the trade. What the frick? All I hear is a buzz now. Corey, it's get not, the water. It's, it's not me. Okay. All right. I'm just going to continue. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, anyway, uh, I saw the trade, and uh, I went in, and I saw two trades. And I didn't really look super close. And between myself and Spencer, the conversation that we were having – it almost sounded like he was going to send me two trades, right? And so I saw there were two trades in there, so I was like, okay, interesting. So I saw the one with Kelsey, and right away I was kind of like, eh, I'm not loving it. can't remember exactly what it was. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I think it was definitely a two-for-one, and that's why I quickly asked for a three-for-one. But uh, And then I saw the second trade. And I was like, and that was your trade nets, and I was like, oh, this is this is kind of interesting. So I texted him, and I was like, I'm not really feeling the first one, but I I'm thinking about the second one. And then he didn't say anything, and then I looked, and I was like, wait, Fre Tripla Nipla, and so uh, <laughs> I I clicked on job. I I clicked on Tripla Nipla, and I saw Corey Davis, and I was like, wait, what? I thought Spencer just offered me Corey Davis, and I was like, all right, Nets offered me a trade. So that was just not even discussed. Nets, you never reached out or anything like that. You just shot your shot. And um, I'm ready. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much what I thought right away was like, you know, I think Nets, you don't need any help with wide receivers. So it makes sense for you uh, to go for like a big upside guy like Tony where, right? you know, I don't know. Who knows what he might do. Um. My biggest – that was my yeah. biggest thing. Like, Zach Wilson was okay, but he's a rookie. And then, you know, he gets hurt. And then Mike White or whoever their their backup is, new starter. And then they got Joe Flacco. So, yeah. I'm not really thrilled with any of those quarterback options, as in, like, throwing to Corey Davis. Whereas Daniel Jones has had a better year so far. Um, yeah. And like I said, Tony's, like, a definitely – boomer bust but when he's boom he's booming so it's true continue it's true yeah i mean that's kind of like i looked at it from your side and i looked at it from my side and i was like i just need consistency right now and i i saw more consistency in davis than i did in tony so um i think that's that's i mean it wasn't too much thought to be honest i mean tony's a guy i picked up on waivers i spent a lot for him um, you know, he didn't really perform super great, and then he got kicked out of the game, I think, for throwing a punch or whatever. Yeah, he slapped a dude's helmet, which makes no sense why you would ever Yeah, do. yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like what we were saying, he's an upside guy, and um, I just need some consistency right now. And, um, you know, very well, it could be that you win that trade in the future. I don't know what the Jets' offense is going to look like, but – you know, they got to throw to someone. I feel like Joe Flacco is probably going to start. Yeah. And that kind of gives me some hope because, I mean, he can still throw the ball Definitely. and he needs someone to throw to. And, I mean, who knows? Who knows? This trade could be completely meaningless. But yeah, it's, uh, at this at this point, at this point, I'm just not super happy with my team. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Sit here and just keep losing? Or I might as well just, you know, just freaking roll the dice and – See what, what happens. So, what 
I sent you an original trade. It was I sent you Corey Davis and Darius Johnson, I think. And then yeah, yeah, that's right. You would have sent me Tony and I think Mike Davis. Yeah, it was Tony, Mike Davis. Yeah. Was that just you didn't feel comfortable with Johnson being anything other than what he was last week, and then like that was it, or? Yeah, know? I mean, obviously Chubb is back. I'm not really sure what's happening with Kareem Hunt. It didn't sound like his injury was too serious, so I'm sure sure he'll be back soon, ish. He's on IR. And and so what? That's I mean, that's two weeks away still, right? right? Yeah. So I mean, I just would rather with Mike Davis. I mean, he's obviously not great, but I mean, Cordell Patterson's obviously there, but Mike Davis is still technically the starting running back. So I'd rather have a starting running back than. A potential third string running back in two weeks. Yeah. Um, but the Tony Corey Davis was the part that intrigued me, so I just decided to shoot my shot and see if you went with just that. Where I don't know. I'm assuming you would. You were kind of hoping for Tony more than Davis. I'm guessing. Yeah. In that two for two trade. Right. The two for two was you know I I had a feeling like what you had said. Dearness Johnson isn't going to be much of a factor, especially when Kareem Hunt comes back. Um, yeah. But maybe the Browns would utilize him similarly to how they used Kareem Hunt when it was Chubb and Hunt at the same time, yeah. which is still, you know, that's still fantasy points that he could be getting. Um, but I think something similar happened last year and he had a really big game against, or a decent game against Dallas. And then, I think Hunt came back and Chubb was still out, and then it was completely just Hunt. Like, that didn't even use Johnson. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they just used him for this one game um, and then relied on whichever back uh, running back came back first, Chubb or Hunt, which would be Chubb in this case. So, I was trying to get yeah. rid of him while his stock was high, but you saw through that there, boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could freaking put anyone back there with Cleveland and they're going to produce points. So, yeah. I mean, it was a little tempting, but, you know. I I I don't know. It it's tough now with the seventeen week season, where what? How many weeks is that until playoffs, Corey? What what week do we go to playoffs? Uh, we have fourteen regular season matches and then three weeks of playoffs. Okay, so we have uh we have eight more games left as a fantasy league <laughs> until playoffs. So yeah, I mean, tub drip in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we have seven okay because this is a, okay yeah you're right so yeah it's kind of like do i want to keep trying to win now or like somehow potentially make playoffs and then have a better team at that point where it's like dearness johnson he may be on my team and i may be able to play him now and maybe next week but i you know foresee not being able to play him in four weeks which is valid you know i don't know we'll see we'll see Corey, what was your thought looking in, like from the outside looking in, kind of like a mediocre, like meh trade? Yeah, I mean, Corey Davis is ranked 29th overall. Kadarius Tony is 62. I mean, Kadarius Tony really got a slow start. Um, I th- I do think that Daniel Jones is the better quarterback to have throwing to you right now, but there is more consistency with Davis. I think like this trade is just kind of like. I don't know. It's just tit for tat kind of thing. Yeah. And like, if 
if if we were in a different style league, like if we were in a dynasty league, then I would say Nets. You kind of you kind of got away with the good the good side of it, right? Um, just because of how much upside Tony provides, um, and Corey Davis is still young, so it's like he's going to be around for a long time. But the problem with him is he's just been on bad teams for you know other than the Titans. I mean, he just. Yeah. It took it took him a while to it took him a while to really get rolling with the Titans and then when he finally did then he had a good year and then they traded him away. So yeah. and now he unfortunately he's on the Jets. So <clears throat> I still think he's a good player and he's definitely more consistent. Like he's probably going to get you closer to that 10 point game every time, but he's not the type of guy that's going to be like throwing up 25 30 point games. Right. Corey Corey Davis had like I think it was week 1. He had a big week. Yeah, he had, like, 23-point week or something. And then, like, the next two weeks, he was not very good. Yeah. And then he had, like, another decent game and then, like, another mediocre game. So, he's, like, he has the potential, but um, it just really depends on who they're playing, I think, and, like, their game script for that. Whatever yeah. Script they I do. mean, I, with where your teams are both, like, positioned right now, it makes, it still makes sense um, for Luke to try to get some more consistency on his team and for you to obviously just shoot um, high for certain players. But, um, yeah, it's it wasn't anything, any kind of blockbuster trade or anything like that. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, next up we had the Charles and Spencer trade. And this one was three for three. Charles is going to be getting T. Higgins, Alexander Madison, and Devin Singletary. And Spencer is going to be getting Hunter Renfro, J.D. McKissick, and Antonio Brown. So, um, I actually did not see this trade go through. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I saw this trade and, you know, I was like, eh, you know, it's just pretty good. It's okay. I mean, yeah. there's some upside to certain players. Like, you know, uh, just just looking at Charles' side of the deal, like I'm not a huge fan of Devin Singletary because I mean, he's currently ranked 47th, but Zach Moss has really kind of like emerged as a lead back and Devin Singletary is the, the um, passing down back. But – Josh Allen's another guy who is he runs it himself a lot. So I'm not super interested in Bills um, in Bills running backs, but Devin Singletary is still a good enough player to where he's going to provide like some sort of depth to Charles' team, who's just littered with running back injuries. Um, and then as far as Alexander Madison, obviously, yeah, Charles has um, Dalvin Cook and. I don't – I mean, I I don't feel like he drafted Madison, which would have been his handcuff, which is when you're drafting a top guy like that, like it is pretty wise to do. But sometimes you just really feel like this guy's not going to get hurt, you know. Like like Nets, for example, you, you, you obviously made a point to pick up Tony Pollard right. because, because you have Zeke. And, you know, for me, I just really didn't feel like McCaffrey was going to have another year like this. And so I did not um, – I, I really – I didn't want to use draft space to draft uh, Chuba. Right. But I did contemplate, like, week one or two um, making space for him. And I was like, nah, I'm going to wait one more week. And that one week was when he got hurt. And then I had to, you know, shoot for my waivers. And it just wasn't – 
wasn't worth it to me. But so it's kind of he's kind of paying like a he's kind of paying a premium for Alexander Madison now when potentially Dalvin Cook may come back and then Madison's like worthless at that point, other than a handcuff. Um, But in the event that Dalvin Cook does get hurt, like Alexander Madison's definitely a starter and very capable of producing. It's, it's also interesting too, um, Charles having JD McKissick with Antonio Gibson kind of being like in and out of the injury report, like with his shin hairline fracture or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like if Gibson goes down who I have, then JD McKissick, who's already getting a decent amount of work, like he's yeah. a pretty valuable RB. So he's giving up, you know, that potentially RB one high or low on RB one high and RB two for Alexander Madison, who's just a handcuff at that point. I mean, I guess he is getting Devin Singletary too, but I would rather have um, McKissick between the two of them, McKissick or or Singletary. But um, what's interesting to me is like I I definitely feel like Spencer won this trade. Um, Yeah, I mean, he won it solely because of Antonio Brown. Well, yeah, and and uh, I think Devin Singletary is the is the player that kind of sways it for me because. I had him last year, and I might have had him the year before, and he's just a hassle to play. I mean, obviously, he's not going to start him right now. I mean, he's just like a trying to get depth at running back, which is fine. But it's interesting, too, because what Charles said in the chat was that he'd rather have Singletary than Melvin Gordon, even though uh, – which is the player I just acquired, which we'll talk about here in a second. But that's just interesting to me because – I just like like you were talking about with Moss and Allen and just that workload. Like Devin Singletary just never ha- – I don't know if he's ever had a week where he's gotten more than like 15 points. Like he's a guy that will just give you like seven, six points, and like yeah. he's just a hassle to start. So yeah. I, feel like, I feel like if he could have gotten Melvin Gordon with T. Higgins and Madison, where Madison, like you guys are talking about, is it's just nice to have if you have Cook. Um, I feel like he may have won that trade, but that Antonio yeah, Brown it would have definitely like, been a nice, nice ad. It would have definitely been better for him because, like you said, Singletary is not even the starting running back, and Mel is. Even though I think Mel is going to slowly be having his workload cut more and more with Javante Williams, yeah. um, he's still right now a starting running back, and that's what Charles really needs. So that was also kind of odd to me when I read that comment, but. As far as the other part of the trade with T. Higgins, I mean, obviously T. Higgins, we know what he can do. He's a good run. Uh, he's a good wide receiver. He's got a lot of upside, and he's on a team that's really hot right now. Um, but the biggest thing is just like last year, he did really well, and this year he's competing with Jamar Chase, who is clearly like, you know, just taking over that offense. So T. Higgins is no longer the wide receiver one there, and. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, he's he's probably going to have some good games. In other games, he's probably not going to get looked at as much. But and then Hunter Renfro, I mean, same thing. I'm not crazy about the Raiders' offense, but like you said, with JD McKissick, you know, he's he has been getting a decent workload. So um, for him to give him up, like I think McKissick obviously is more valuable than uh, Singletary right. and Madison as a backup as well. Definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, AB is currently ranked the number seventeen 
uh, 17 overall for wide receivers this season. So that's obviously, um, and I, I can't remember, I think it's Calvin Ridley and Stefan Diggs, but, um, and then Cortland Sutton, but he's now getting a B. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a strong flex play for him. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving forward. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good trade. I mean, I think like you have to, like I said before, you got to look at what both teams' needs are, and I think that they both got what they wanted. Um, paper on paper, I would say Spencer got the better end of it, but you know, I think Charles still got what he wanted. Is going to definitely be able to fill some holes that has been causing some problems for his team. So, yeah, I'd agree. A part of me thinks. Spencer liked the Renfro pick just because the Clemson, like Homer, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, I said it on the podcast when uh, I traded Waller, but Renf- Hunter Renfro has uh, is the most targeted player on that team. So, yeah, that's obviously uh, a positive when you look at it that way. So, all right, this last one was again Luke with you and with Spencer. Um, and this was the big one. And this is the one where I was like, man, Spencer's making some moves. Like he clearly is. Um, he's going to have to be going, working through bye week. Like a lot of times, like you'll see guys, uh, like I did this a couple of years. Two, I think I did this two years ago or the year that I won actually was once it started getting a little later in the season and, and a lot of bye weeks are out of the way, you're able to kind of use your bench capital uh, to trade for like, to make bigger trades, yeah. to make to make two for one trades that are really benefiting the other person, but you're still getting a key player that is, you know, you only need to fill in the starting position. The bench doesn't matter, right? So, and that's that's what it looks like he's doing, um, just right. by some of these trades. But yeah, I mean, Luke so obviously, like he he just got the number one tight end, and I don't I don't believe that. Um, the Chiefs are going to be struggling like they just did this last game. Like, that's not going to happen again. But um, you certainly, you know, for your team's needs, like, you you absolutely got what um, what you need from that trade, I would say. So, with Cortland Sutton's number 18 overall, Mel's number 19, Gronk number 14, and most of that's because Gronk has been injured, when in reality he's probably a top three tight end still in the league right now. It's it's uh it's interesting too looking at Spencer's team, um like who he traded away and and who he's getting. A lot of the people he's traded away are people um, players who haven't had their bye week yet. Um, so he's pretty much getting like he's getting rid of T Higgins who has a bye in a, in a couple weeks, Gordon and Sutton whose buys I think week eleven, um and Gronk too. So like these are people who he would have had to find a replacement for for at least a week. So, and in turn, I mean, he's only getting, Kelsey's really his only starter. So that's just one position he needs to fill. And he has Ertz as a backup. So, like, he's got that bye week taken care of. So, like, as far as, like, that side of things, too, I feel like that was a pretty strategic, I don't know if he meant to do that or not, but um, a lot yeah. of the people he was trading away are people who have to get, you know, replaced for their bye weeks whenever that time comes. Yeah. And I, and I don't know about you guys, but – like I definitely factor in bye weeks when I am doing trades and I even use it as a arguing point for some yeah. of my trades. Like in the past, like I said, like, look, this guy has already had his bye week. You don't have to worry about it. Then he's a set it, forget it player. 
where yep. like your guy hasn't had his buy yet. So, you know, so you can kind of use the bye week actually to your advantage sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It'd be interesting to think if uh, he meant to do that or not, because that is uh, that's pretty good there, boy. Um, <laughs> what, uh, yeah, basically with this trade, Asa, calm down, bud. Asa, leave the phone. <laughs> not yet, buddy. I'll be out soon. Come here, Ace. All right. Um, Cut that part so, uh, yeah, so. With with me and Spencer, it, it started out. Um, I can't remember the first trade he offered me, but basically, I countered that with um, with uh, Gronk and Stefan Diggs for Kelsey, and he obviously did not take that. So then I asked him, okay, well, what about Ridley? And he wanted to keep both of them. So that was the only way I was going to go for a two-for-one. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to need to do a three-for-one if you want Kelsey. So we just basically asked, all right, well, what players? And um, I needed a running back. I still need, like, a solid wide receiver. And and if he wasn't going to give me Diggs or Ridley, then it had to be Sutton. And then, obviously, I know he's not going to give me Jones or Swift. So then it had to be the next one up. And I didn't want Singletary or Madison, so it had to be Gordon. I'm not crazy about getting two Bronco players. And I know Gordon's workload might be going low. But I part of me thinks, like, Frick, I could have maybe gotten a better offer from another team that maybe wanted Kelsey as well. But at that time, I was just like, you know what, Frick, I'm just going to roll the dice. I get Sutton, who's been playing super well. Um, we'll see if that holds up and Gordon, you know, like I said, he's just another starting running back and that's all I'm looking for at this point. And, you know, he's had some good weeks, but I'm excited for Gronk. I think that once he gets healthy and hopefully he'll play this Sunday, like, I feel like he'll just keep scoring and just keep getting touchdowns because that Tampa Bay offense is just super good and super electric. I mean, they're in the red zone just constantly. So. Yeah, and I when feel like in the red zone, they look at Gronk when he's yeah. On the field. I feel like he's just bound to get like like a week that they're scoring a ton of points. He's gonna get at least one touchdown. Yeah, um, and uh, and, and Kelsey Kelsey's been consistent, but um, like obviously, I'd rather have Kelsey than Gronk. But like, I'm happy to get Gronk, and I feel like any other team doesn't have the tight end depth that he did. And I feel like I couldn't have gotten a better tight end and another, like couple other players than I did with the package of Gronk and multiple players. So that's what I was going to say too. Like Kelsey is obviously Kelsey. Like he's the best tight end has been whatever. Um, but if there's any year where he was a little bit lower in at least like where you drafted him to where like, like your expectation was to like how he's performed like yes he's still great but he hasn't been putting up like fantastic you know ridiculous out of these world numbers he's still consistently getting like around 12 points or so which is great for a tight end but if you looked at like Kelsey's first or um Gronk's first two weeks I mean he was better than so if he yeah. comes back and is similar, if not the same, as he was in his first two weeks, then I think you get the better end of that trade 
depending on Gronk's uh, like output, like how he how he finishes up the year, obviously. But yeah, um, if it's anything like he started the year, then I think you'll get the higher end. But um, Spencer's obviously looking for to make it like Corey was saying, his starting lineup to be like a, a playoff and are not worried about depth as much. Yeah, yeah it's, it's exactly I mean, what I it's exactly what I did with the year I won when I traded away to TK. Yeah, I I got Mark Ingram and I traded two players away and um that that actually ended up being the difference of how I beat him in the quarterfinals that year was because Mark Ingram I liked his schedule and he in the playoffs he had a great schedule. And uh, he just had a, a blow-up game, and it pushed me barely past TK uh, in that quarterfinal or that semifinal match. And uh, if he would have beat me that week, then he would have beat Luke the next week, actually. So Dang. he had, definitely had potential to win his second championship that year. But, uh, yeah, it's just like that. I made, I made that move intentionally with the – schedule in mind and just the thought of like okay i just need the one guy to fill this spot so right it's exactly what he might be doing yeah i mean his team's freaking good now i will say i think his team got better today i think we'll see if my team got better who knows i don't even know frick it but uh your, your team yeah, definitely team did definitely get better, better. yeah think, your, yours did as well better. we'll see We'll see. I mean, you're doing everything you can do as a fantasy manager to like try to give your team a boost to to make playoffs because that's all that matters is like give yourself a chance, you know. Yeah, so. I need Saquon to stay hurt. Maybe McCaffrey to break his foot. Um, it'd be nice <laughs> if Jacoby Myers caught a touchdown. That would be really nice. <laughs> oh, my uh, team is so frustrating. <laughs> It's funny, Luke. That I was I put in a uh, a waiver claim on Allen Robinson for one dollar, and so yeah. did you, I saw you got him for one dollar, but I forgot to. Um, I didn't have enough roster space or something like that, so I don't even know. <laughs> I wouldn't have yeah. gotten many. I think it's based off of like ranking. So, like if there was a tie, I think he would have gotten it anyway. But dude, um, it's wild, man! It's wild to see him dropped, and then and then JB just dropped Juju, and it's just kind of crazy to see these players that usually are super consistent just being dropped. And I mean, it makes sense, but it's kind of crazy. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think Juju's done for the season, right? Is he? I thought so. Well, no, I don't know. It says he's it says he's on IR, so. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's it is. He's done. It says uh, he underwent season-ending surgery earlier this week. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. That's, Good call, JB. Good call. Yeah. And then he grabbed Lavishka, which I think that he dropped him. He did because I was going to pick him up. I was trying to trade JB for Chanel, and he said he liked him, and then he dropped him like a week later. And I was like, "Why'd you do that?" And then I tried to pick him up again. <laughs> And then I just didn't, and then JB picked him up. Yeah, he dropped him because he picked up Deshaun Watson. That's why. He would. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for jumping on here and yeah. uh, chatting with me about the trade you guys made and all the other ones. So, hopefully um, 
one of these days I'm going to try to do a live trade. It'd be awesome on this spot. I'm down. Let me know. I'm down. You know, the, the problem is you guys don't have anybody that you're going to be willing to like, part ways with. Dude, get I'll, I'll give you Michael Thomas. Let's go. Michael Thomas isn't even going to play this year. He's not playing. I do not think he's going to play at all. No? Nets, I got to ask you while I have you here. Give it to me. Just looking at your team and the struggles you've had at quarterback since the trade, do you regret it? No. I mean, it's – I started Darnold. He had a good first couple weeks, and then he sucked, which isn't really that surprising. And then I started Heineke, and he had some decent numbers, and then that week was pretty bad. Um, I started Carr last week, and he had okay, yeah, 28 points, so that's not terrible. So, I mean, I think I just got to figure out. Seems like you're just streaming a QB, though. Which... Yeah, Carr, Carr's going to be my consistent guy. He's ranked 12 right now, so like he's a starting QB. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have Jones starting this week because Carr's on bye, and Jones hasn't been terrible. Um, he's not been fantastic, but uh, yeah, and he's got a good matchup at least. Yeah, yeah, he's playing against Kansas City, which would hopefully be high scoring, and then their secondary is not very good. So that's like a recipe for a big week for um for Jones. Plus, he has the running upside. Um, so I mean, I'm fine with relying on Carr and then just filling in for um with Jones this week but it should be okay. fun. Cool. Why was that a was that a uh, a tease at a trade? No, I mean No, not necessarily. I mean, I I wouldn't be opposed to trading Wentz or Wilson away, but um but will just... I I think I mean, if you ask me in the beginning of the year I would have loved to have Wilson, but with the talks of him potentially leaving Seattle after this year, he may not be as motivated to rush back. Yeah, I don't buy that because he he just had his contract and I don't know. he signed a massive uh, deal. But and Gino, as everything I'm Smith. seeing, but Gino, Gino Smith has been Gino balling, Smith. but um. Everything that I'm seeing with his report is that he's getting his pin removed, um, and like this week, and his timetable was way faster than what it was going to be. He, he basically said he's coming back as soon as they say you're good. So he was running um, plays in his head on uh, on Monday night. He looked freaking fantastic out there running yeah. by himself. So it looks like he probably. Like I think week ten is when he can come back. If I remember What's, right, it's the Packers on November fourteenth. Freak so, the Packers. Freak the Packers. Uh, okay, so Wilson, what would you, what would be your uh, what would be your trade for Wilson? Corey. Um, I don't know. I'm looking right now. What does your lineup need? It doesn't need a wide receiver. No, I'm set wide receiver wise. The the problem is I'm pretty much set all over the place. It's just that I have there's stinking injuries, man. I mean, it does suck. You have McCaffrey and Hunt who when healthy, you know. Oh my dude, another trade just happened. Da, da, da. 
Did it really? I thought that yeah. Was... I mean, I just got a notification. I got an ESPN notification. I didn't. I got no such thing. I didn't see anything else though. Oh, maybe not. Dude, I literally just got an email, so that's why it's. What's the email say? It said ESPN trade. I don't know. I'm looking right now. Oh, it's not showing anything. I don't know. Maybe I just got one delayed or something. Was it like an actual like team trade, like like a pro team? No, it was ESPN. It was it was delayed. It was one of the three from earlier today. I don't know why I just got it. Weird. Plus, I already saw it, so I don't even know. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Well, I got to hop off. Um, All right. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't – the problem is I really want to sit on my team because I I do like it, but – And I actually – the only reason why I would trade for Wilson is so I could have the Metcalf-Wilson stack. Um, Yeah. But I'm fine with Carr. He's been semi-reliable as far as not one of the top quarterbacks goes. Yeah. If if McCaffrey comes back and Kareem comes back and they're healthy, then I will definitely have a couple guys to be able to trade away for sure between Eli Mitchell and Damian Harris. And... What, what would you say to a – you get Zeke. And no, this is not a final. This is just a conversation. Okay, so if I propose a verbal trade and you say yes, that is not the same thing as <laughs> accepting trade like via the app. Yes. Um, Zeke, you sure? Is it source Zeke <laughs> for McCaffrey and Wilson? You need to win now. Like you need to get some dubs. No, that's that's the that's the thing. And McCaffrey's not coming back until who knows. Well, he should be back. He should be back week nine next week. He should, but he should be unless he's a little. He's a little. Someone. Um. I don't know. I'd consider it. I think, but I, I just need to. Ruminate, ruminate on it and uh, let me know. Zeke's, right. Zeke's going to fail you. I Don't let him do this to you. Zeke has actually never failed me. He's been good to me every year I've had him. So I could potentially throw that handcuff Zeke will in there fail you. make it a little more enticing in case he does get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Luke, what do you got to offer? All right, I got to head out. I got some work to do. That's all right. Sorry. How do I hang up? Do I just leave or what? GTFO, bro. All right, Andrew Martin. I'm going to stand here for five minutes. Dude, when you had your... sorry, Press the button that says leave recording. Yeah, my screen was, my screen was off. My screen was off, you bastard. Um, oh, you need a phone? Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> yes, when you said Colby was talking to himself for six minutes like without, without realizing that there wasn't recording, I laughed so hard. I don't oh, understand dude. how that happened. How was he talking without it being recording? Because when Andrew oh, yeah. left... It shut it off. Stopped it. Uh, no, it just does it automatically. Uh, gotcha. Like that's, that's just locked. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on. Yep. Talk to you later. See you.